Hey, Startup Nation. Imagine a job where you can work wherever you want, on whatever you want, from wherever you want. Hello to white sand beaches of Thailand or the comfort of your own couch. Oh, and most importantly, you're your own boss. Now, what if I told you that the dream job could become your reality? This is the life of a freelancer, and with some hard work and with the help of Hectic, it can be your life too. Hectic is an all-in-one business management software built specifically for freelancers who are just getting started or looking to take their freelance business to the next level. Hectic is everything a freelancer needs to get started, from an easy-to-use contracts and proposal builder to client management and project tracking to expenses and invoicing that features click-to-play technology that makes it quick and easy for freelancers to get paid. And we all want to get paid, Startup Nation. Built specifically for freelancers, Hectic is everything you need to get started. Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life now to learn more and start for free. Yep. Adding your first client on the platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life, you'll be supporting me and this podcast because who couldn't use a little support these days, Startup Nation? Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life to find everything you need to start or grow your freelancing business today and put those in-demand skills to good use in the way you've always dreamed of. The link is there in the show notes. It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, as we grow our businesses, you know, we're definitely just trying to get the, you know, get the uh, uh, the ball rolling and stuff like that. But how do we get to that, that echelon of being a, a millionaire and taking that business to the next level. Well, Startup Nation, you, you'll have to know that I have a fantastic and a perfect guest to do just that. He is regarded as America's revenue growth architect. He is the, give me just a second, the founder and president of Revenue Growth Company, LLC. And he is also the author of Entrepreneur to Millionaire, How to Build a Highly Profitable, Fast Growth Company and Become Embarrassingly Rich Doing It. He is the one and only Kent Billingsley. Ken, how are you good, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, um, all right. I am living a dream. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. And we're definitely going to, you know, dive into the book uh, deeply here in just a second. But if you would, Kent, just kind of share, you know, we just, you know, it's it's a new year, 2021, but 2020 was definitely one for the record books, you know, in good or bad ways, depending on how you look at it. Just really quickly, what are some lessons you took away from 2020, if you don't mind? Yeah, so uh, I've actually been in business 40 years, mm. and so um, every once or twice a decade, there's there's a market anomaly, there's a market crisis, there's a market event, there are things that just absolutely disrupt and destroy businesses, and you know, it's interesting, that's that's similar to the pandemic. Mm. Um and, and and so we're still not out of it yet at this point in time in, in history, but we're working our way through it. And, you know, some events are quick hits, others are long-term events. And so the, the big lesson that, uh, you know, I had to take out of it too. I run several businesses and, and everyone I work with, entrepreneurs to CEOs is um, you, you've got to learn how to make money in the good times to help get you through the bad times. Mm. And there are a lot of companies right now that are being wiped out. 
uh, that couldn't survive, that couldn't make it. And that's because they didn't understand how to make money, how to make money that could keep out of create wealth with their business when things were really good up until March of about last year. So um, that that's the one lesson that I hope they'll take. The other one I hope is that um, you have to change. You have to adapt. Right. You have to uh, see these things and say, oh, wow, this is a catastrophe. Okay, I wasn't ready for this one, but uh, I was prepared for something. But now I also have to adapt because a lot of the models, the paradigms, the philosophies that worked up until last year are not going to work moving forward. And if you don't change, then uh, you're not going to be able to survive or thrive. For sure. For sure. Thank you uh, for sharing. And it's definitely something we can definitely take and put our entrepreneurial toolkit, Startup Nation, for sure. Once again, Startup Nation, that book that we're going to talk about uh, is Entrepreneur to Millionaire. And Ken, I want to ask you this because, you know, in in the book, I thought it was something that was interesting. And you have, you know, phases, you know, phase one, phase two, phase three. And phase one is revenue ready and phase two is market ready. What's the difference between those two? Talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, and uh, so let me first give you kind of a context sure. of what things are. In most cases, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, leaders, somebody starting a business, they go from, I've got a product or service, and they go right into phase three, which is go to market. And they start marketing and selling and trying to earn money and trying to turn their concepts into cash. Well, that, that would be no different than a country deciding just to go into war. Mm. With no preparation, no design, no strategy, no no training, no development, no uh, readiness uh, to go into war and win it, but just going into war and battle and accepting all the carnage that comes with it. And so uh, I've spent probably close to 20 years helping companies understand that you might be in go-to-market and you might have products and services and you might have been around for 20 years, but you were never market ready. And, And in many cases, you weren't even revenue ready. And the difference is revenue ready three of the most core principles of being revenue ready is, are you really is answering the question, the acid test question, are you, are you really solving a marketplace problem? What I call an FMP, are Mm -hmm. you really solving a fundamental marketplace problem or are you just trying to exploit an opportunity or are you just trying to start a business? Are you just trying to make money? Is it all about you or is it about the market? And, and I have to tell you in many cases, most cases, um, the owners, the business people, even the leadership team, they're not really clear on what they're doing or why they're doing it. Um, and even if they are, they don't have a great angle to it to solve the problem in a unique or different way. And so the next principle, if you, if you identify a marketplace problem to solve, the next principle that you've got to understand and, and execute is what's the right business model that will solve that problem better or differently or faster or more cost-effectively than anybody else. Because if, if you're trying to play the Me Too game and you're trying to be like everybody else, and, and let's say you want to open up a sandwich shop or you want to open up a consulting business or you want to do podcasting, you, you can't be Me Too today. Right. You, you've got to bring something different to the table, something exciting, something of value, something that's unique, or... Um, nobody's going to give you any real money to do it. You might make some money, you might run a business, but you're never going to uh, achieve those embarrassing riches that are possible if you could come at it from a different angle. In the book, I actually use uh, four examples in the pizza industry and how different industries have attacked 
the pizza problem differently and made fortunes, billions of dollars doing it. The third principle in revenue ready is after you uh, identify a fundamental marketplace problem to solve and you, you create the right model, the right business model, digital, uh, non-digital, brick and mortar, whatever that mix is to solve it. The third one is, now how are you going to make money doing it? And, and that third principle is now, what are your revenue streams? How do you generate cash, cash flow? How do you uh, identify ways to make money uh, to satisfy and then verify and validate that your business really is revenue ready. And by that, I mean, is it, is it ready to make all the money, sales, revenue, and profits that it could and should in the marketplace to where you want to attack and where you want to um, grow business? Now, that's revenue ready. And so the answer to your question, what is market ready? Well, market ready comes along and says, and here are the really four core principles in, in this uh, phase of optimizing your wealth. Mm-hmm. This principle is saying now, who, who exactly and specifically is your target market? Because when you try and do all things to all people, you're nothing to no one. And and you're not going to make big money. You're not going to create serious wealth if you don't absolutely understand who your target market is. And I'll just real quickly tell you, that's a combination of demographics, psychographics, and characteristics. And you've got to wire those together because your target audience sets every other decision in place. It, it, it literally sets up every strategy or direction or path you must take from there on out. The second principle in market ready now is from your targeting. Now do you go into your packaging? What's the right mix of products and services and and how should those be assembled and how should those be delivered in your model uh, to bring the most value to your clients and help you generate the most revenue, cash and income possible. From there we go from targeting packaging. We go to messaging. How are you going to craft language? How are you going to create the symbols, the messages, um, oral or written type tools that are going to get the word out uh, to get people excited about the package that connects directly to your target audience? And then the fourth principle, real quick, is all about pricing strategies. Instead of just doing the classic cost plus, what it costs to run this business all at 20%, you really need to have multiple prices from free to very expensive. You should offer a range of prices to engage early, to attract often, and then retain your clients forever. So that's really the the mix of concepts and principles that are in uh, those two phases. Gotcha. And, and I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of times we, we have books and we have concepts and stuff like that, that people kind of put out there uh, for people and entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs to read. And, you know, it, it takes a, a, a kind of a macro level, but this book startup nation really does go in, into the weeds, into that, that micro level. And it really creates, uh, it helps you create a process uh, for uh, your business and, and really elevating your business to get to that that millionaire place you want to you know millionaire place you want to get to uh, you know for yourself and your business and stuff like that and I really appreciate that once again startup nation that book is entrepreneur to millionaire how to build a highly profitable fast growth company and become embarrassingly rich uh, doing it and if you're ready to purchase that book startup nation we have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast because that book is out uh, today. Hey, Kit, I want to ask you something. Speaking of like a process and stuff like that, you have a chapter uh, where you talk about 
the sales conversion system. And you kind of open up with a story about getting coffee. Well, somebody demanding uh, to sit down and have coffee with you uh, and kind of going through his process of going through salespeople in his company. Kind of talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, I, uh, I'll never forget that meeting. Uh, I'd known this guy for quite a while. I had been sponsoring a, an entrepreneur organization, about 150 different uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. And, uh, you know, we had met from time to time. I think he'd come to some of my workshops or heard me give speeches. And um, he finally, you know, called me and said, hey, I got, I got to meet. And uh, we we sat down and talked and, and um, discussed really the whole uh, situation he'd been in and, 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 here, it's a classic case of a really good company, really great products and services, but he was just burning through sales resources. His, his turnover rates were extremely high, and, and, and like most industries, every one to two years had an absolutely brand new sales force. And I ended up asking him, how many people have you burned through on, on the sales side? He said about 50. Wow. And um, on the back of a napkin, I just calculated out what their quotas were and, and what they should have been generating. And, and it was millions and millions and millions of dollars. Right. And, and, and that's so classic that the business owner goes, well, I could just find one. I'm just going to have to burn through a lot of people to get that one great salesperson. And um, that, that's just the cost of doing business and all that. And what I really educated the, the, the entrepreneur on and, and the CEO was that you have to understand the time, that you're burning. You have to understand the brand that you're destroying. And every time you add a salesperson, whether they make it or not, you've added eight categories of cost, which another way to say that is you've eaten eight categories of profits trying to get to that one individual who's eventually going to make quota or help you sell your business. And, and I, that was jaw dropping for him. And that's jaw, jaw dropping for a lot of people because they don't really understand the cost and damage that we do when we burn through or rotate people in any department, whether it's operations, support, or marketing. And uh, so that story really sets up, uh, I hope, for people that uh, sales department, your organization, is really a system, and your people are a part of that system. And if you're not revenue-ready, market-ready, and you haven't designed a great sales system, 98% of first sales hires will fail, and the, and the second one, the percentage isn't much better. And and that means your whole business, the future of a business, rests on sales and is, is then resting on the shoulders of salespeople. And if that is failing, your business is going to fail. And, Dominic, I want to pick up one more point because sure. you said it, and you really picked up on this. It's really important, and, and, and thank you. Um, I, when I was writing this book, and I spent 15 years validating the book, it didn't take me 15 years to write it. It took me 15 years to apply the principles in several thousand companies all over right. the world. Um, and I, I didn't feel anybody needed more tips and tricks. Nobody needed more uh, personal stories of how they became millionaires and things like that. What they really needed was a roadmap. Right. They, they, didn't, need a, they didn't need another book because there's so many books out there and there's so many speakers, but they needed a roadmap that said, if I'm here, where should I go next? Right. And, and, and not a roadmap to run a business or start a business or even grow a business, but a roadmap on how do I create wealth inside my business? How do I generate the most sales, revenue, and profits and, and, and use the fewest resources, the least amount of people, and the shortest amount of time getting there? Right. And that's what this roadmap is all about um, because it's just fascinating right now that, that 
you know, for some people, the word millionaire, being a millionaire is can kind of be a turnoff. And all I'm saying in the book is, how do you go from being an entrepreneur to having seven figures in your bank account that could get you through almost the worst times for a long period of time? Right. And you think about ten to 20,000 businesses that have closed in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if those entrepreneurs and business owners had seven figures sitting in the bank account that they didn't have to touch until the bad times hit, they could go six months, 12 months. They could still be alive today, and they could still be prospering or ready for the markets to turn back or change back. And, and, and so what I'm trying to get across to people is here's a roadmap on how to create wealth that can either uh, allow you to retire, can allow you to have more working capital, allow you to expand, but most importantly, protect you and have you ready uh, for those tough times. And you really picked up on that. Uh, seeing that it, it is a roadmap, it's a it's a set of phases and principles uh, to create wealth, not just start, grow, and run a business. Because there's a thousand books on that subject, but I couldn't find any. And I've been starting businesses for 40 years. I couldn't find anything written that told me how to make money with a business. Right. I, to, I found a lot of books that told me how to run a business, how to <laughs> streamline a business, and how to right. how to do different things in business. But but nothing ever taught me how to create wealth, and that's what that roadmap's all about. Gotcha. And, and Startup Nation, that's why, you know, uh, you think I think you should have entrepreneur to millionaire in your toolkit. Because when you're reading the book, it really is like when you go to the mall and you say you are here and you're trying to figure out where to go. It really is one of those type of roadmaps and guide maps. Uh, so I definitely uh, no, I think you should put that in your entrepreneurial toolkit. And also just kind of to add to what you said, Ken, you know, one of the reasons why you want to have you on the show is because, you know, not just because of the book, but but some of the things that you said, you know, look, a lot of businesses closed the past six months, 12 months and stuff like that. And books like these are, are not only for the standpoint of like how to get somebody like more money in their pocket, but to keep their businesses uh, open. Because, look, not all entrepreneurs are in the business of necessarily just lining their pockets. A lot of them are trying to help people. You talk about the FMP uh, earlier and a, a lot of people who depend on certain businesses in certain parts of the country or the world, for that matter, are hurting as well because that seven figures wasn't in the bank account to keep them open. So I appreciate you saying all of that, Kent. Well, and, and uh, absolutely. And, and, and it's, it's, you know, saddening that a million people have lost their uh, jobs. Right. And that impacts, you know, a million families. Uh, but you're absolutely right. There, there are, have been uh, thousands and, and, and who knows the number of, of really good services and wonder, really wonderful products that are going to go away or go out of existence. I mean, in my, in my small town I live in, I know we lost a, a couple of really good restaurants that we already mm-hmm. missed. And, and they employ 20, 30, 40 people. Uh, and then the vendors and suppliers that, that, that provided uh, things to those uh, restaurants. And so, yeah, the damage is really horrific. And, and so I, I never wanted this book to be about money. But here's the issue. If you don't make money, every problem in business is money. Right. And, and, and so I wanted to come along and say, you know what? Let me help you solve the toughest challenge there is in business. And that's converting your products and services into cash, clients, and contracts fast enough that you can have a successful business and bring those uh, offerings to the market and provide those uh, or provide your employees with jobs and then do that again and again and again. And, and I think I share a few stories in there where I've had clients, they're now starting their third and fourth companies uh, after they retired from their first company, walked away with millions. 
they're now starting their third, their fourth, and 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 they're bringing more uh, wonderful uh, ways to solve problems to the marketplace. Everybody wins, in, in, right. in my opinion, in, in that world, and that's that's the world I'm trying to create. And at the same time, I I, I hope you found the book not to. Uh, be hyped up and get people excited. Oh, you could do it if you have enough uh, persistence and if, <laughs> if you're willing to fail. And if you're, you know, if, if you have a passion and I mean, I mean, there's so much hype and fluff that's out there today. And I have to be honest, I think it's crap. Right. Um, business, business is ruthless. It's tough. It's cutthroat. And, and I have, I know people that don't have any personality and they're wildly successful. I know other people that are so passionate uh, and they can never make a dollar. And, 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 and it's back to, do you have a methodology? Do you have a process? And are you doing it? And here's the other thing that's really, really important. I hope a message you can get out to your audience is you've got to have your whole team engaged on this. Right. One of the, um, one of the, the things I've been seeing in the practice the last five years or so, it's really been astonishing is having the entrepreneur, the CEO that is just so enamored and so engaged and so Wired into absolutely, we want to we want to know how to deliver the greatest value in the world and get paid doing it. But their people aren't on the same side. Their people aren't in the same boat. Whether it's in sales or marketing or operations delivery, that the, the employees are resistant or they push back. And in many cases, it's because the employee doesn't understand the direction and the path and the roadmap. And 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 so one of the things I require working with companies today, I go, are all your key people involved? Do they understand what we're doing? Do they understand the language and why we're doing what we're doing and how it's going to help them? Because an, another major point that, that's in the book of Entrepreneur to Millionaire is if I want everybody in the company to become a millionaire, I took great pride uh, in the last corporation I helped run. I took great pride. A lot of my employees became millionaires within a year. Mm. And, 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 and then eventually when we sold the, the firm to IBM, hundreds of people became millionaires and multimillionaires. And I, right. I took great pride in making sure my team and my employees, whether it's in a year or over a period of time, had plenty of money to retire on or do whatever they want. And and, and I can't believe how many CEOs and executives, well, oh, I don't want my people to be too rich. Or I don't want my salespeople to make too much money because they'll leave. What I found was most people won't leave. And then you end up attracting the best of the best and, and as I run companies, I've had I've had the competitors' top people come to me and say, "Can I hire on with you?" Mm. And, and 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 so I didn't I didn't have a retention problem, and I didn't have a retraction an attraction problem for talent that most companies have today, because they knew if you come work for me and be part of the system, and 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 you follow the path of we're going to deliver uh, a value that that blows our clients' minds, uh, and they're going to pay us amazing money to do it. Everybody wins. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. It, it reminds me, you know, you were saying earlier about having, you know, the the processes and the methods and stuff like that. It reminds me of a Les Brown quote. Uh, there's not a, a secret to success. There's a system uh, to success. Yep. And your def, your book definitely speaks to that because your book reads a lot like a like a textbook. Right. You know, it, it's not yeah. really uh-huh. a lot of like, you know, exactly. You know, it, it has like, you no, know, uh, you know, if, if this happens, do this. You know, this is the process. And you really do talk about a lot about everybody has to have that buy in. That that part is super uh, important because yeah. it you know, goes back to that story you were just uh, saying earlier. Once again, Startup Nation, we're actually wrapping up 
with Kent Billingsley, uh, the uh, founder, founder and president of Revenue Growth Company. And you want to check out his company website. We have that link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to replay uh, on the podcast. And also make sure you pick up Entrepreneur to Millionaire. That book is out now, uh, Start Automation. That link is also there in the show notes as well. Uh, Kent, I want to ask you one last question before I let you go. I just want to say thank you so much yeah. uh, for coming on the yeah. show because uh, I was on your website and I know you, you, you uh, on your website, on your blog, you talked about Ross Perot as a political junkie, as a kid. I remember Ross Perot, yeah. you know, having those big uh, uh, primetime specials kind of laying out, you know, a way forward for the country yeah. and stuff like that. Big time uh, businessman and philanthropist. Just kind of talk about right. what it was like, what you learned from Ross Perot and, and stuff like that, that you even implement to this day yeah i i think and it, and it sounds like you read uh, run one of my blogs and, and and for the first time i met him and working for him and i mm-hmm. actually went to work I, I seek the company out because of ross perot probably well the greatest leader and i give acknowledgments the greatest leader i've ever worked for and ever known and, and, and truly entrepreneurial and became a multi-billionaire from being an entrepreneur so you can go from millionaire to billionaire um in, in, in following the right roadmap, and that's what he did. But I, but his message to me, we met in the hall one day. His message to me was, Kent, never, never focus on on the money, but focus on solving the problem. Focus mm-hmm. on uh, what's broken out there and and how best to fix it. And that really became the cornerstone of of the first chapter in the phase of revenue ready. What's broken? Why? And how can you fix it better than anybody else? And stay focused on that. And that's, that's again why I, I encourage uh, people to buy this book for everybody in their company. Everybody read this and live this and follow this. And, and, and not only can it help you where you are right now, but help prepare you for the future as you need to adapt, you need to change, you need to transform, uh, to continue to create wealth inside your company uh, as time goes by and, and different events come by. But, um, I, I Ross died uh, a, a while back, a year ago. And really sad because just he was one of the greatest leaders I'd ever met and ever known. And and uh, I encourage anyone to read books about him and learn his ways of how he treated people. And he walked and, and you would just be willing to walk through walls uh, to work for him because of that that authentic, uh, sincere, powerful leadership. For sure. For sure. Thank you for sharing that and sharing uh, that story about Ross and stuff like that. Thank you so much. And that's going to wrap up this session, uh, Startup Nation of the Startup Life. We want to once again thank uh, Kent Billingsley. And again, that the book is Entrepreneur to Millionaire, How to Build a Highly Profitable, Fast Growth Company and Become Embarrassingly Rich Doing It. Kent, thank you so much, my man. Oh, you're more than welcome. I, I certainly enjoyed it. Absolutely. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new startup blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, If you have an idea, 
be about that life, the startup life.